I'm learning history Welcome back to part two of Conspiracy Theories with the Curious Curators. Let's dive right in. We both looked up just a few um, conspiracy theories that we can go through a little bit quickly about. Yeah, just yeah. we'll give some, some short summaries ones. on these interesting theories that we looked up. So this is about the JFK assassination. So um, there is a theory, which I'm a firm believer in, that the I JFK... Assa- exactly. That the assassination didn't go exactly like they say that it went. Okay. But basically, Jackie and... JFK were in the backseat of a car, like an open-air limo type thing, and then Governor Connolly, who's the governor of Texas, and his wife, Nellie, were in the front seat, and JFK is waving, his right hand is up in the air, a bullet enters his back, comes out of his throat, hits Connolly in the back, pings around quite a bit inside of Connolly, comes out, lodges in his left thigh, and he's in the front seat, and JFK's in the back, and then JFK is shot again in the back of the head. The total of three shots. We don't know which shots hit and which ones didn't, which I don't know. But 80% of witnesses said three shots. So they are rushed to Parkland Memorial Hospital where JFK is pronounced dead at the scene, and LBJ is sworn in as president, which is the start of chaos anyway. And then Leah Harvey Oswald is found as the shooter. A couple days later, he's being moved from the county to the city jail, or the city jail to the county jail. A man walks right up to him and shoots him in the chest on live television. That is Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby would die a couple years later. All three of them would be pronounced dead at the same hospital in Dallas. So there were a couple of commissions about this. They found that Oswald shot Kennedy, Oswald acted alone, and Ruby acted alone in shooting Oswald. And the whole thing is kind of a mess. The rifle that um, Oswald used, Oswald was a former Marine. The rifle that he used was legitimately just crap. Okay, it's 40 years old at this point. It was known for sticking. They were made cheaply. They were Italian-made guns. Um, And apparently it's quite hard to, I don't know exactly what this gun looks like. It's quite hard. It's a rifle to, like, re-rack and shoot them quickly. Um, So he would have had to been, like, a ridiculously good shot for this to happen anyway. So there's a theory that says there's two shooters. Okay. Um, which might have been. There's a lot of people that say that there are up to 26 possibilities for alternate shooters. And I did not write all those people down because I didn't know who they were. I never heard of any of them. There's also a theory that he was working for the FBI and or the CIA, possibly okay. both. Um, so that would be a theory that the CIA killed Kennedy. Okay. Um, which I think is pretty well known. There was like the whole fiasco with the Bay of Pigs. We're like getting into a war. It's just so much... Um, and this was probably done, if it was the CIA, it would be counterintelligence, um, the chief of counterintelligence, James Angleton, was a key figure in this assassination, and then the cover-up was done by Alan Dulles, you might recognize him as being of Dulles International Airport in D.C. Um, he was a former CIA director, Kennedy fired him after the Bay of Pigs. Or, possibly the Secret Service did it, um... He didn't have adequate protection when they were in Dallas. There was no secret service in that specific car with him either. There was someone on the like running board of the front car that you you can see in the videos, the Zapruder film where he's crawling. Um, the motorcade that they were in was not protected at all, which, yeah. And then... Um, they had already gotten information the Secret Service had, and they didn't, like, analyze it or give out any warnings to anyone in Texas that said that this could be a dangerous situation for the president to walk into. And then there's Abraham Bolden, who was a member of the detail, who said that he overheard other agents saying that they were not going to protect the president if an assassination attempt occurred. 
and then the bubble over the limo, there should have been a, like the Pope has that thing, was removed. The but they don't know who ordered that removal. So clearly there was a lot going on with Kennedy. He was quite popular, but also not quite popular. Like, um, I don't think he was very popular with other politicians. And there were a lot of rumors about the Kennedys, um, which we won't get into right now, even though a lot of them are 10 out of 10. But yeah, so there's a theory that basically the alphabet agencies of the American government conspired to kill the president. And maybe that's happened before and maybe it'll happen again. We don't know. Because if they were able to pull it off one time, what would make anyone think that they couldn't pull it off again? Not that I'm like saying that I hope that, that happens. I just think that it's really strange that that is able to happen. And that's such a huge theory. Apparently, like a, a very large number of people, I think almost 80% think that we haven't been told the whole story or that it's a cover up. Okay. So I've got a f I've got about three really short ones real quick. Okay. That I just thought were interesting, but really didn't warrant a whole lot of research. Okay. One was that Shakespeare wasn't real. Oh, I love that. Um, they so little is known about him that people think that um, he didn't exist at all, and he was a pseudonym for either a single writer or other or like a group of different writers. Um, so that's a theory that's is that he wasn't real and he was a pseudonym. I like that. Uh, another one is that Queen Elizabeth was a man. So it wasn't that she was born a man and they pretended to be a girl because obviously Henry VIII, if he'd had a son, that would have been... You've been screaming it from the rooftops. It was that she had visited a... She had visited a town and fallen ill... So she had visited Bisley in her youth uh, to escape the plague, and she got sick and died. Um, With the plague, probably. And so the governess disguised a boy as her because she was afraid of what Henry VIII would do to her if they found out that Elizabeth, as a young child, had died. Which I think is a fair fear. Yeah, so this was basically a boy was dressed up to be Queen Elizabeth, to be Elizabeth, so that they didn't have to incur Henry VIII's wrath. Um, I don't think that's true at all. I think it was just something that was brought up to explain, you know, people weren't used to having a queen. And a they would have felt woman. a powerful woman. And that she was the virgin queen, which she wasn't, by the way. She just was never married. Yeah, she just wasn't married. Um, but but she, she had her beau. Uh, she yeah. had a couple of them. Was it Sir Walter Raleigh, one of them? Probably. She had, she had a couple um, but that she covered up her masculine features with wigs, heavy makeup, and neck covering so you couldn't see the Adam's apple. Yeah. But anyways, and the, the heavy makeup was to cover up the... Like stubble and yeah, everything. the shadow. And um, a few Titanic conspiracy theories. Oh, yes, I love these. Um, so on April 14, 1912, the Titanic hit an iceberg and killed 15, 1,517 people of the over 2,000 people on board. Um... Some people think that J.P. Morgan orchestrated this because he had plans to be on the Titanic and changed his mind last minute, but he his rivals were on board. But I don't know how he could have orchestrate an iceberg hitting the Titanic. Um, the other one... power. That's true. He paid off that iceberg. He did. Um, the other one was that a mummy's curse was the cause. Yes, I love that theory. But a mummy wasn't even on board. That we know of. However, Margaret Brown did have Egyptian artifacts that she was delivering to a museum in America. 
Oh, the unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, the biggest one I think people probably know of is that the Titanic, Titanic really didn't sink. It was the Olympic. Oh, yeah. I've um, heard of that one. So the Olympic was in Belfast for repairs shortly before the Titanic set sail from Belfast. And the conspiracy says the Olympic was too damaged from a collision she had had before to be profitable. So they switched it so that they could so that the Olympic would sink on the journey and they could collect the insurance money. But one, the insurance money wouldn't have been enough. And two, they killed 1,500 people and to do it. And wasn't the Olympic the ship that came at the end to pick up the other passengers out of no. the water? Was that the Olympic? I don't remember. I'm trying to think of the, the movie and I don't remember. This podcast is a production of the Alderman Group and the Museum Center at Five Points. Be sure to check out all our upcoming events on our website at museumcenter.org. That's museumcenter.org. Let's continue with the show. Um, she does say at the beginning, I don't think this is bigger than the Olympic. And they're all like, it's huge. I've so. also heard the theory that the Hope Diamond was on board. Oh, yeah. And the Hope Diamond um, comes from the diamond, uh, a diamond that Louis gave to Marie Antoinette, as the story goes. And We, we could smaller. have a whole episode on Titanic conspiracy theories, but those are just a few of the ones that I've heard. I like those. And the fact that they could have both fit on that door. could have fit but i think the weight would have weighed it down um i'll run through this one pretty quickly i think it's one of my favorites but i'll still go through it pretty quickly because there's not a ton of information on it anyway so my favorite conspiracy theory is called the phantom time hypothesis yes i know this i talk about this as much as i can honestly and this theory was created by a man called Herbert illig in 1991 so illig um Often writes revised chronologies of the past. Okay. Um, he's done the same for prehistory and ancient Egypt and quite a bit of art history. So this is just like a revised chronology saying that 297 years were made up. Um, these 297 years were from the year 614 to 911. And... That means that right now we are actually living in the year of our Lord, 1723. Okay. So technological advances happened a lot faster than we thought, right? Um, you know, we're a little bit early. But basically, this says that... Bring powdered wig wigs back. I'm ready. Same. Well, actually, let's not say that because last time we said bring something back, it was the 1920s. And look outside. Yeah, we have the... We have a we have pandemic. Like the 1920s, we have a stock market crash and economic disaster. Right. It's great. It's, it's great. Beautiful. We did get the 1920s, didn't we? We did. Prohibition's coming. Everyone run. Um, so this theory says that the Holy Roman Emperor, um, Otto II, Pope Sylvester II, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine II all worked together to fabricate the dating system in order to put them at like the year 1000 and this was meant to legitimize Otto's claim to the throne of the Holy Roman Empire. Okay. Um, but I mean that was he was already the Holy Roman Emperor so I guess it didn't really matter or I would think it didn't but this basically says that the whole they call it the Carolinian Carolinian period um, it, it's fake. It's all fake so it doesn't matter. Um, but this is the life of Charlemagne um, the life of Muhammad and the spread of Islam as a religion, um, the beginnings of the Holy Roman Empire. And the reasons they've given for this are there's little archaeological evidence that's like reliably dated to these years. Um, medieval historians 
relied on like the written word. Uh, Roman architecture in like ninth century Western Europe could say the Roman emperor was closer than we originally thought. And there were discrepancies between the Julian and Gregorian calendars that would have like left Illig thinks 15 days, but they only compensated for 10, even though that didn't really matter. But like really scholars don't believe this. Um, well, I mean, duh. other people in the world kept calendars, too. Right. So you would have had to change um, basically everyone. So all of China, India, Japan, all of Asia, all of Africa. Um, and the New World, which yeah. they didn't know about yet. Yeah. Because they had their own calendars. The whole New World. Like, you would have had to change you know, everything. Like, um, Australia, New Zealand, everything would have had to change. So besides that, putting a giant wrench in the plan... Um, it, ancient astronomy can also, like, what they wrote would also add up to it actually being the year, like, 2020 right now, not 1723, because it would have skewed everything that they saw. But then there's dendrochronology, am mm-hmm. I saying that correctly, which is, like, dating tree rings, which adds up to it not being 1723 as well. So this is another conspiracy that the entire world would have had to be in on. And I just don't think that would have worked out. Still love it, 10 out of 10. But Yeah, I'm a medieval archaeologist, not of Europe, but of Southeast Asia. So we can't accurately date to that time period. Are you kidding? Sorry. I are could get into a whole rant about that. Are you sure? Because, because it's only 1723. So. Right, right. Um, so my last one is one that is uh, both interesting now and then. And I got really into it, and I have so many questions. It's uh, Flat Earth. Um, It actually began in the 1950s, and, I mean, it had its origins, the modern flat earth idea, had its origins in the 19th century with a, uh, something called, a book called Earth Not a Globe by Samuel Bedford. Hmm. Um, But basically the theory is that the earth is a flat disk centered around the North Pole with an Antarctic wall surrounding it on all sides with a... um, I think it's 150 feet tall, and that the sun and the moon are both 3,000 kilometers away, and the cosmos is about 100 kilometers behind that. How come no one's ever seen the wall? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Um, it's Game of Thrones in real life. Hold up. We're, lo- we're, we're, we're learning here. Um, and that the satellite images that show the Earth as a sphere are due to wide-angle limit images, which is deceptive. The 150-foot wall of ice around the edges of the world is guarded by NASA employees to prevent people from climbing it or falling off the edge. Oh, it all makes so... They're like the Night Watch. And both the sun and the moon are somehow 30 miles in diameter and 3,000 kilometers away. But the symbol for the United Nations looks like this flat earth thing, which proves that it's a giant conspiracy that the United Nations know about. Or they just didn't draw a 3D logo? Um, the biggest issue on this is religion versus science. Um, basically, it's the earth is flat because the Bible says it's flat, regardless of what science tells us. I'm sorry, I'm not that familiar with the Bible. Where I didn't it know that, that it said that. And eclipses are explained by an invisible anti-moon that sometimes goes in front of the sun or the moon. Um, GPS devices, all GPS devices are rigged to make pilots think they are going straight over a sphere instead of in circles around a disk. In photos of the sphere, all photos of Earth being a sphere are photoshopped. Um, And they can prove this. They can prove this because somebody, one of the flat earthers, 
brought a level, like a construction level, on a plane, oh. and the bubble didn't move. If they were going over a sphere, that bubble would have moved. I don't. I, I wouldn't call myself um, an engineer or anything of this sort, but I don't believe that that's how that works. So basically, the reason that this is a conspiracy theory. Oh, gravity is fake too. Um, then why can't I bounce very high? Gravity, gravity is not real. The Earth is actually moving upward, powered by dark energy, which is why we stay on the ground, because it's moving upward. All I know is that it's powered by dark energy. The 17 pop culture references I've made during this conspiracy theory are awful, and I'm so sorry. And it doesn't matter, and it's also flat because it doesn't matter where you look from what elevation, the horizon is always eye level. Basically, the, the gist of this theory is people want to believe what they see with their own eyes, which is flat. Right. But not what science tells them. So, but this also explains why NASA would lie about the moon landing and everything else, right? So this is one of those conspiracy theories that just tells the story of everything. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad that every single GPS device ever made was rigged. Right. Um, I'm glad that pilots are tricked into thinking they're going in I a I wonder if line. every pilot is also in on it. And a sh- ship captain. That's true. Ship captains should probably also be in on it. I also like that NASA employees guard the Ar- Antarctic wall. That's why has never? Why has no one ever taken a picture of them trying to get towards the NASA employees and make a run for it? You know, I really don't know, but I'm kind of thinking that that must be where George R. R. Martin got like the Night's Watch on Game of Thrones because they guard that wall. Here's another pop culture reference for you. I know, but like, it, but it all makes sense, right? He's in on it. You know, I can't believe that we didn't believe this before you started talking about it. Because now I know I everything think makes so much sense. I think dark very... energy is propelling us through space and keeping us grounded. Yeah. This is nice. I, I'm so glad we talked about this because yeah. now I'm a believer. Yeah, me too. Well, I guess we should just, you know, start telling everyone. Earth is flat, guys. It's flat and there's a dark energy. All GPS devices are rigged and NASA's in on it. They actually wrote a book and people believe that. That book. People believe that book. I wonder if we can find the book. Oh, I'm sure we can. We're going to read it. Well, guys, um, clearly we just scratched the surface. Absolutely. There's probably a million more of these that we could talk about, and maybe one day we will. But thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Be sure to join us next time as we talk all things history and tell the story of the Ocoee region. I'm learning history in Cleveland, Tennessee. Ocoee Society, Five Points Museum. Telling the story of our history, coming together as community. I'm learning history in Cleveland, Tennessee. Ocoee Society, Five Points Museum. Telling the story of our history, coming together as community. I'm learning history